In the beginning, the Word was with God. That Word became the foundation of all we have, know, and do. That Word, Christ, became our hope for the future and a better life with Him. Join us at RCCG Warm and Glory Tabernacle as we dig our roots into His Word and grow towards His light. Today we are going to we are going to be talking about we are going to be continuing our series that we were doing for this month, and that is the growth that God uses because this is our year of growth. The growth that God uses. This is part three. Um, last two Sundays we have been looking at the growth that God uses, part one and two, and in 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 summary. Part of what we've been looking at is that God wants us to grow. God wants, this is our year of growth. God wants us to grow, but it's not enough that we grow, but that we grow effectively. That, it's, that we grow effectively. And that there are ingredients for effective growth that God can use. It's not all growth that God can use. That there are ingredients for effective growth. One of those ingredients, the ingredients we look, we've already looked at is number one, our intention. That our intention, we looked at Hannah, 1 Samuel 1 to 7. Uh, we looked at intention is a, is a key part, a key ingredient for growth. That sometimes if our intentions are not well aligned with, the, with God, we find out that we might not experience the kind of growth that we are, um, that, that, that we, God would want for us, right? The next one we looked at was our sincerity. We looked at um, the Tower of Babel, where the situation where sincerely all of them gathered together sincerely, and God could not stop them sincerely. So being sincere, and then we looked at Ephesians 4, 13, you know, the message translation where it talks about you know, us being in lockstep, that when we are work, working together sincerely, um, that we are able to grow. And um, we look at Acts chapter 2, where the Bible talks about the, the, the early church where the people came together and out of a sincere heart, they loved each other, they worshiped, they worshiped God, and God added to them daily. Right? We also looked at another, another ingredient, the ingredient we looked at was the love of God. You know, we looked at... Um, 1 Corinthians 2.9, we looked at Romans 8.28, says, you know, for the, you know um, all things work together for good to them that love God. So everything as you grow, as you expand, as things happen, as you love God, think God will cause things to work together for your good, for your good. Okay? And then the next one we have here, that we looked at was humility. You know, the Bible says in James 4, 6, that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. We looked at humility. That there's a need for us to be humble if we want to grow effectively. We looked at the fact that, you know, um, uh, we looked at all of that, that when, when you are not humble, that even God will resist you. He says he gives grace the hum- to the to the uh, to the humble, but the proud he will resist. 
So we did, we said, we've looked at all these things and we said it is, that was what we looked at in part one. And in part two, we talked about grace. Ephesians 2, from 8 to 9, was, you know, by grace are we saved, not of works, anyone to boast. Um, we looked at the fact that we need grace. And part of the things that we looked at in grace is the fact that grace comes because, you know, it is what God would have us do. When God graces the enablement, the empowerment that he gives us to be able to achieve that which he wants us to achieve. And then we also, dis- we also found out that grace is also discovered. Grace is not created, or should I say, it's, it's something that comes from God. And we looked at it and we looked at the fact that anything that you achieve outside God is not grace. Anything that you can achieve by yourself is not grace. And that there was a need for grace for us to grow, right? The, the empowerment so that it is not laborious, so that it is not tough, so that it is, that, that is the grace that, for example, God has given grace to fly. Right. And if God did not give you grace to fly, and you say, I want, I'm going to fly. If you are not authorized to fly, there's nothing you can do. You will jump up, but you will come down. If you go to an airplane, that means that you are, you are, it's not created by God, right? It's created by man. But yes, but in other words, there are other things that you can do that creates work. But do you know how much an airplane costs? 100,000. How much does a bird have to pay, pay to fly? Not, not a single dime. Because a bird is authorized. So the bird has grace to fly. In other words, a, a good, uh, that was, you know, one of the things we also looked at is the fact that you can achieve things outside grace. But it comes with work, number one. Number two, it's expensive. Number three, it is not almost, it, it is expensive to start, it's expensive to maintain. For example, if God has not given you grace for something, it might cause you stress, right? You might achieve what you want, but to maintain it, it is stressful to maintain. And one of the things we looked at is what is causing you stress? Are you authorized to do that? Grace from God to do it. Those are some of the things we looked at yesterday. We, today we are going to, in part three, we are going to be looking at one thing, which is mercy. Our text is going to be taken from the book of Matthew 5, 7. Book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. So if you can get, if you get there, I'm there. But I'll just wait for you people to, for everyone to get there. I'll read from my translation. It says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Why do we need mercy for growth? Bible makes us to understand that God is the God, a God of mercy. Bible makes us to understand that in the, in the book of um, 
the Bible says, unless it, the Lord builds the house, in the book of Psalms, chapter 127, verse 1, that those that build, build but in vain. Right? So, we do need mercy. We say we want to grow. Sometimes we say we want to grow. We want to grow. We want to grow. We want to grow. But because of our shortcomings, we cannot grow. So, but can you know we want to look at the difference between grace and mercy because most time a lot of people will use it. You know, we interchange between grace and mercy. So, but can anybody tell us the difference between grace and mercy? Who knows the difference between grace and mercy? Or are they the same? Does anybody know? Yes, sir. It's giving somebody help. Thank you. Sorry, ma, you wanted to say. Okay. Enabling somebody. Thank you. So there is a difference between grace and mercy. One is before, one is after. Thank you very much. So, the difference, and for all, let's, let's break it down a little bit more. The difference between grace, God's grace, and God's mercy is this. Grace says, God, give me, grace says, God is, God's grace is God giving you something you do not deserve. Right? Mercy is God not giving you something you deserve. Again, grace is giving you something you don't, uh, sorry, something you do not deserve, right? Mercy is God not giving you what you deserve. For example, grace says, I need strength to do this. I do, I need strength. God, give me grace to do this. And God is giving me grace in spite of, sorry, let me not use the word in spite. I do not deserve the, I, I do not deserve the ability to do it. But God gives me the ability to do it. That is grace. Mercy is, I did this. This is what I deserve. This is the judgment for my action. Mercy says, I am not going to do that. Which, I'm not going to give you that which you do deserve. So, for example, somebody is in the wrong place. Right? And they give the person a ticket. The person is asking that the ticket be removed. What is the person asking for? Mercy. <laughs> Back in, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are contravening the law. So they are, you have broken the law. Okay? So, the Bible says the soul that sins must die. And then you say, maybe uh, you, 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 you sinned, something happened. And then you go to God and say, God, I am sorry. What are you asking for? Mercy. Thank you. If you say, I need to study for my exam. Grace. Thank you. 
If you say, I'm so tired, but I have this work to do. What are you asking for? Grace. Thank you. So it is important that we understand that there is a difference when we are asking for grace and when we are asking for mercy. Okay? And to be able to understand mercy, one of the things that we, we want to see is that um, I want us to open our Bibles to, to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 30, 36 to 37. Okay, it says here, Therefore, therefore merciful, as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. So in other words, what, this is what mercy is about. Mercy is somebody offends you. You are giving the person room to not to be condemned is mercy. And we are saying that, oh, no, 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 no. I am not going to get upset. Why? I'm going to give you a room. Why? Because I want to show you mercy. There's a need for us to show mercy. Why? So that we can receive mercy. Praise the Lord. The, we've, last year, we looked at something. We looked at the, what's it called now? We looked at the, 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 the giving. And what did we learn about giving? One of the things we learned about giving is, because even after that next chapter, it says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. That is verse, verse 38. So it is along the same lines. He's saying that as you do, it will be done unto you. As, we, as you do. So mercy works on the principle of sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping. So as you show people mercy, others will show mercy to you. God said it is a principle. God said it is required. It is something that, will, that he, he has decided this is how it's going to work. So let's go back to our text. Let's read our text again. Matthew 5, Matthew, verse five, uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Please, somebody read it again. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. Oh, what is the seed? Let's see. What is the reward? So he's saying that when you show mercy, you will receive mercy. The other way God put it is this. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So if so, you can never forgive this person. You have offended me. God is just looking at you. You know when you go, you know, maybe like, like you know, sometimes kids come. And they will say, oh, this person, this, this, this. They will tell you what they did to that person. So this is what this person did. This is what this person did. For you, you know that, no, this person could not have done that. 
you know, alone. Something must have happened. They must have said something. They must have done something. So you hear that and you say, but you would have done, you would have gone through this problem. You couldn't have, something, you must have said this or you must have done that. So in a sense, what I'm saying is this, that we need to be, to be able to show mercy. So if we want, what, when we talked about sowing and reaping, what did we say? When you want to modify your, want to modify your harvest, what do you do? You modify your seed. It's number one. The other thing we found out was that was this: that when you sow, it is not where you sow that you will reap. The Bible does not say, "Do good to Brother Mike, and Brother Mike will do good unto you." No, he says. To Mike, and God will bless you or do good unto you. That is the way mercy is. That is the way mercy is. So the que- another question that we saw here is we have here is that so who is who should we show mercy to? So mercy to, including. Including criminals. Especially those in the household of faith. But let's look at let's look at um, let's look at the story of the good Samaritan. Let's look at the story of the good Samaritan. Luke chapter 10. Chapter 10. Um, let's start from 25. He stood up. His intention was to test Jesus. Continue. What should I do to inherit entire life? Okay. That's who is my neighbor. So the first thing was, love, your, love the Lord your God, your all the heart, all your soul, with all your mind. Then the next one is equally as important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now he says, who is my neighbor? Continue. So a priest came along and was, he could have done good, but he did not do good. Sorry. Sorry. Try and understand. The Samaritan didn't have to stop, number one. Number two, it was at night. Because it, it was, it was it, the, the man was waylaid by bandits, right? Continue, sir. The next day, that was after he, he had taken him to the inn. Let's go and do likewise. So in other words, Jesus is expecting us to go to increase his, that we, we have the, we, we are authorized to, to go and increase the kind of mercy that we want. Likewise. So if you are looking for a blessing or you want to grow in a particular area, who have you helped in that area? I want to know, I want to grow more in my academics. Who have you helped in that area? I want to grow in finances. Who have you helped? Who have you helped? Remember when we were talking about sowing and reaping? We said, sow. So that you can give, right? To receive. But, so 
sometimes, you know, people have, you know, depending on, you know, your people's uh, thought process, sometimes they say, no, 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 you can't do that. Or it is, it is one of those things, right? But my, here, the Bible is talking about mercy. Is that when you show mercy, God, show, God is compassionate towards you. God is compassionate towards you. When you are helping others, God will help you. If all we are doing is, this is all, this is our, it's all about me. Me, myself, and I. You might be a priest, a member of the church, a Christian, quote-unquote, you might be a, a, you know, liturgy or, or the clergy or what, what, but if you are not sowing seeds of mercy, it will not, you know, it, it's, you will not receive that. I wouldn't want to say we are wasting our time, but we would not receive mercy. We will not increase our harvest. That is the first thing we will need to understand. Our harvest of mercy, and usually what happens with mercy is this. We say that maybe we were supposed to, certain things were supposed to happen to us. An accident was supposed to happen to us. God says, no, 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 no. It is not your time. You fell asleep on the wheel. I'm not talking about you. Don't be afraid. I have fallen asleep on the wheel. No, seriously. I was driving from Melville to, to Calgary. I was, help, I was helping somebody. No, no. I was helping somebody move. I, I, I never told her that I fell asleep on the, on, at the wheel. And the next thing I saw was I opened my eyes and I was in the, um, the, the, the bank, the, in between the, the two roads. I was there. And I was there and I went, I turned and I came back. Mercy delivered me that day. I remember when I was younger, I was driving, you know, we had a a bus. And then I I had people in front. And people were talking and talking and saying, I said, what, what, what? And I turned around. I was younger. I was much younger. I was done in maybe the first or the second year I learned how to drive. I turned around and didn't realize that you don't turn around as a, as a driver. But I learned that day that we went off the road, went to the other side, and then came back again. Mercy. Of our shift. We are coming home. One second 
closed on the curve. My, 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 praise the Lord. So everybody at, or know somebody that may have, you know, but in this, this is just, that is just about sleeping. What about other things? If you didn't study, if you didn't study, like I told you my own, I didn't study, and, and I, I asked God for mercy. I said, God, you know I was doing this, I was doing this, I was doing that. And like I said, a wind just, it was like a wind that just blew past me. And as soon as the wind blew past me, I, I, I caught, there was a formula I caught, I wrote it down. And I wrote it down, I wrote it down. And then I wrote, 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 wrote. And the formula was something I had read, but I did not memorize. And all of a sudden, I think that was what saved me. Let's get back to what we are saying. So in essence, what we are saying is this. We have the ability to increase the mercy that we receive by doing, sowing seeds of mercy. By sowing seeds of mercy. And because you sow the seed does not mean that you will, re- you will reap exactly where from where you sowed. So in other words, it's not because I, I am merciful to Ayomide. That means that Ayomide will be merciful to me. No. Because when God sees my heart, since that I am sincere, number one, remember we looked at those ingredients. God sees my heart that I am sincere and I, I show him mercy sincerely. Not expecting anything back, just a gift of mercy. God comes merciful to me. I omit a step on my, on my toe. I say, I omit it says, you know, I have a big belly. I say, <clears throat> go. See, that is the difference. You see, people, we can say truth, but I am upset. I am offended. I have the right to be offended. And I said, no. But then I remember one thing. It says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, who sin against us, who offend us. So, Ayomide says, I, you know, sorry, I'm picking on Ayomide today. I left my, my sandwich on the table. I mean, and I've been very hungry and I've been waiting. I finished my 12 hour shift and I'm coming back for that sandwich and I come back and it is gone. I am so tired and I'm so upset, you know, but then I say, ah, God, I only ate my sandwich. Okay, I will forgive him, I'll forgive him, I'll forgive him. The next time, it might not be the same situation. It might be somewhere. Maybe you made a mistake at work. 
And that mistake is, it costs the company a lot of money. Say, as I have sown seeds of mercy, God will be merciful to me. And make the people that this is what I deserve. I made the mistake. It cost the company money. I deserve to be fired. God's mercy spoke because of the seed that I have sown. You always have to do mercy. If you want to receive mercy, yes, you always have to do mercy. If you want to receive mercy, Jesus Christ, the, the, the prayer that Jesus Christ taught us says, forgive us our sins as we forgive those. Who is saying, who are we telling to forgive our sins? God. The times that we, you might take cookie or you might take something that doesn't belong to you. Right? We are saying, God, have mercy. God, have mercy. So as we forgive people, when it is our turn to be forgiven, God will make sure that we are forgiven. Okay? All right. So let's, let's just move on. The other thing is this. He says, we cannot expect mercy if we keep sowing seeds of wickedness. Matthew 18. Matthew 18 from... 21 to 35, quickly. Matthew 18, 21. Matthew 18, 21 to 35. Praise the Lord. We cannot continue to think we will receive mercy. So why is this important? We want to grow. We are doing activities. We are doing things that God has told us that, that God, God has authorized us that we have received grace. We have received grace for it. But then we say we are not going to forgive somebody. We now hold, we are now sowing seeds of wickedness. What, what will God do? He says, by the time he now finds that, he will redraw his mercy from you so that the laziness that you keep, oh, I'm lazy, I'm lazy, I'm lazy. The mercy that he has been, you know, you know, the mercy he has given you. You say, in spite of your laziness, you are going to, re- you are receiving this by his mercy, right? And you are not getting what you deserve. He will withdraw the mercy. Say, why? Because you refuse to forgive. Because you refuse to, you kept sowing seeds of wickedness. And look at it. The Bible talks about it, you know, God, he had been forgiven. And then the person now says, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I upset you. I upset somebody here. And you now say, ah, look, yeah, this, he said that to me. He spoke to me this way. Or he did this or he did that. And maybe correctly, I deserve it because I did all those things. If I did that, I, des- I deserve not, you know, I, I did wrong against you. Right? Or, you know, you, you, um, if, 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 I, if genuinely I did wrong against you, and then you now say you will not forgive. God now sees it and says, but I have been forgiving you all this time. I have been blessing you all this time. What will happen? He might withdraw his mercy. And we don't want that. 
So let's open to the uh, book of Romans. Romans chapter 9, verse 16. Romans 9, 16. Romans 9, 16, I will read. It says, So then, it is not of him that runneth, not of him that wills, but of God that shows mercy. I have an intention, a good intention to do something. You might have a strong heart. I am willing to do this. It is not of him that runs. You might, be, you might have the ability to run and do what you need to do. You might have the ability to study. You might have the ability to do what you need to do. But it is not of him that runs. It is not of him that will. It's not of willpower. But it's of God that shows mercy. We cannot grow except by God's mercy. Why? Because you might think that you are all that. But if you are all that and you want to survive on your strength alone, God will withdraw his mercy. Or you say, oh, I am not forgiving this person. God will say, okay, well, you know, go ahead. You can, you can do this yourself. You have not been looking after your accounting, the accounting of your company. So instead of God to intervene with mercy, to say, okay, there was a mistake that was there that could lead to, you know, and then all of a sudden somebody discovers, oh, yeah, 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 this needs to be fixed. And then you catch it. Or there was a mistake and you didn't see it. And because you didn't show somebody mercy, that is why nobody discovered it. And then all of a sudden, maybe somebody is stealing from your books. You know? And, and so on and so on and so on. You might have a shop. People are stealing from you. You don't know. Right? But then you are, you, you are, you are showing mercy somewhere else. And God says, no, 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 no. The people that are stealing from me, I'm going to stop them. I'm going to expose them. Why? Because I want, I want to show you mercy. Because you have shown this other person mercy. So you might look at it and say, well, I have this business that is not growing. I wanted the business to grow. But you're not showing mercy. So that mercy forms a portion, a part of something that is important that we cannot ignore if we want to grow. As a church, we need to show mercy. We need to show mercy. We need to sow seeds of mercy. As individuals, we need to grow we need to sow seeds of mercy. We need to stop sowing seeds of wickedness and think, well, you can't do me anything. You know, I can, I can, I can sow seeds of wickedness to somebody, you know, maybe like Ochuko, for example. I say, you cannot do anything to me in my business. And you cannot, you know, you cannot tie sowing seeds of mercy to him, to your business, because he's not a, we're not of the same generation. But God is the one that sees the, the seeds. And he's the one that says, look, I will fight for you. So let's, let's just um, pray. Let's start rise to our feet because of our time. We're going to stop here. Um, we're going to pray. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. Can we, can we rise to our feet, please? First, uh, the Bible says, our first prayer point is Hebrew, from Hebrews 4.16. He says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. He says, therefore, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy 
and grace to help in the time of need. So when we need it, we will not only obtain grace, we will obtain mercy. So mercy is an important or a key ingredient. So we want to pray that Father, give us grace and mercy in our time of need. In the time of growth, in the time of growth, we want to grow. God, give us grace. God, give us mercy. Show us mercy. Let's come boldly. Let's not hide about it. Let's not beat around the bush. The Bible said, yes, we have sinned. Yes, we do. We are lazy. Yes, something has happened. Yes, we do not deserve his goodness. Yes, we do not deserve, but we are coming to his grace. We are coming boldly to ask for it. Father, mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, when you see my thoughts, Lord, mercy. Lord, the things that I'm not supposed to think, Lord, mercy. Lord, the things that I'm not supposed to be doing, Father, mercy. Lord, do not, uh, do not allow it, oh God, Lord, to, 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 to hinder my growth. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Psalm 102 verse 13. Psalm 102 verse 13. It says, Psalm 102 verse 13. It says that, Thou shalt arise and have mercy on Zion, and for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. Say, Father, arise and show my family mercy. Lord, the set time for mercy has come. Lord, you said this is our year of growth. So you know that when we are going to grow, we will need your mercy. Lord, we will need your grace. Show uh, my family mercy. Show my business mercy. Show my career mercy. Show my education mercy. Mercy, oh God. Mercy, O God. Mercy, O God. Lacy Badnasuta. Mercy, Lord. O say, brothers, we don't need to say Barry and Baba. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. And we read from Romans 9:16. It is not of him that runneth. It is not of him that willeth. It's not, but it's of God that shows mercy. So I want us to pray. God, as we have, this, we have, we have written those things on our list, as we have decided on these things, God, show, please show us mercy that we may achieve them. In the name of Jesus, shall we pray? Father, show us mercy, Lord, everything that we have written, Lord, in our list this year, on our list this year, with regards to the growth the growth and, you know, the area we are going to shine for you, the area that we want to grow in our families, Lord, the area we want to grow in our lives, the area we want to grow in our careers, the areas we want that we have written down. Father, show us mercy, O oh God. Lord, concerning these things, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we are grateful to you. Father, we are grateful to you. 
Thank you, O God, for your mercy. Thank you, O God, Lord, because without it, we will not grow. Father, because if we, we cannot, the, 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 the goals that you have given us, Lord, they are huge. Father, Lord, the things that we ought to achieve, they are big. Father, some of the things that we don't have the requisite knowledge or we may, may, we, we may falter. Father, we ask for grace. Father, we ask for mercy. Lord, that we may be able, at the end of it all, we may be able to come to you to say, Lord, we have asked and you have answered. Father, we, are, we know you are a faithful God. We boast not in ourselves, but the fact that you are faithful. We boast not in our strength, but because you are strong. Lord, we ask, oh God, that nothing, Father Lord, will, 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 will stop us, Lord, from, 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 from being able to achieve that which we have to achieve. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for investing your time in listening. Start a new adventure with us by reaching out on phone at 306-850-4356 through our website at www.rccgwgt.ca or follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Warm and Glory Tabernacle Birth in His glory, creating a place of God's presence and establishing His kingdom on earth.